What's up, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Realistically Free Podcast, where I talk about life and dreams and everything in between. Keeping it real with you always, I am your host, Micah. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Realistically Free Podcast. I apologize, as I know this episode is a day late. I was having issues with the storage on my laptop, and quite honestly, I've been battling with allergies and depression. But that's not what this week's episode is going to be about. But I just thought that I would at least give you all the update as to why I was a day late in posting this episode. Not only posting it, but quite, quite honestly, and even just recording it, I had to run out with the, uh, what seems to be the damn apocalypse happening right now. <laughs> it was kind of difficult to get to the store and get a external hard drive so that I'm able to now save all of my content onto and continue to record and do my video as my videos and my podcast episodes. So I had to run out and grab a external hard drive and try to find allergy medication. And it's been just a fucking great old time trying to do all of that uh, with what seems like the end of the world with this uh, with this uh, virus going around. So yeah, anyway, that's that again, this is not that's not what this episode is about. But I just wanted to give you an update as to what was going on. Anyway, moving on this week's episode, I really wanted to talk about well, just what the title implies, family isn't always blood. And with my conversations and interactions with different individuals who have been experiencing kind of this same thing, and I myself have experienced this in the past, I felt that I could bring something of value to the table in this conversation. Uh, quite often, we tend to put our family members on a pedestal and we allow them to treat us in certain ways. So I guess this episode is just going to be kind of not only going into some things to look out for uh, so that you're not putting yourself in a, a, a toxic relationship or staying in a toxic relationship with a, fr- a friend or a family member just because of the title that they hold in your life, but also because um, I just wanted to talk about it and I thought it was a great topic to talk about. So anyway, before I get into all of that, I did want to share with you guys, I am working on some new t-shirt designs. Uh, they're going to be for the spring and summer, so I'm working on some tank top designs. It's going to be very different from the two designs that I have posted on the Teespring shop now, and so be on the lookout for that. It'll probably co- be coming within the next couple of days. Uh, like as I said, as we get closer to spring, I'd like to drop some spring stuff so that uh, we can have that those different options and choices available in the store so that you can support the realistically free movement where whereas you know like i said in other episodes as well as in my youtube channel you know i don't ask for handouts you can purchase some merchandise if you'd like to support what i'm doing and rock some cool gear don't forget to check that out from my uh website where you can shop through there or you can just head to teespring.com slash stores forward slash realistically and then those little dash things free and um, check that out. Anyway, with that all out of the way, let's move right into this week's episode, shall we? So as I started in the beginning of this episode, I said, you know, too often we keep toxic people in our lives because of the value that we place on their title. So what, what exactly does that mean? Well, in my opinion, when we give someone this title, whether it is mother, father, sister, brother, cousin, you know, whatever the title is, you get what I'm saying. When we put this title on a family member, or, you know, they have this title, 
in our lives, we tend to put them on a pedestal. You know, we tend to take more shit from them than we would from any other individual. And I think that that comes down to we have because we have this blood tie, this familial tie to them. It's like all of a sudden we feel that we are like we're supposed to deal with it. And I think some of that comes from like when it comes from like a mother or a father. I feel that a lot of times parents tend to look at children as just extensions of them, you know, a pe- and, and, and in a way it's true. Yes, we are a piece of each other. But we are still individuals. We are still our own thing. You know, we are still our own autonomous being. And so um, there tends to be this sense of ownership, this sense of territory. And I feel that a lot of times because of that, we tend to deal with a lot more shit than we should or not tend to recognize when that person is being toxic and treating us in a way that is not healthy for us, right? So I want to kind of quickly go into what I feel and what my definition, I guess you would say, is of toxic is or what that kind of looks like. And I feel that, you know, and just a quick side note with this episode, last, last week's episode was about can you rebuild or repair what seems to be a broken marriage? And I gave some tips and I gave some some things that I've tried in my own marriage in order to try and fix that. And so I wanted to do an episode today about, you know, how can you rebuild or repair a friendship? But to be quite honest, I have yet to really accomplish that. I, I It's been very difficult for me to rebuild a friendship. Uh, I tend to just cut people off who are, they're not serving and that's friend, family member, whatever. Uh, so I'm, I, I kind of strayed away from doing that episode today. But this is still very applicable to if you would like to build rebuild a friendship, you could use this information to kind of decide for yourself, is it worth it? Uh, and that's, I guess, as far as I can get into the conversation about rebuilding a friendship, because I personally have not been able to rebuild previous friendships. I've just kind of let them go, cut that person off and just completely stopped associating with them because I'm just one of those types of people. I will only give so many chances before I'm done. So you can kind of use this information as kind of a a guideline to working on that was the side note, basically. So um, I also did a little bit of a poll on what certain people thought was considered a toxic individual, especially when it comes to a friend or family member. So one of the things I got a lot from the people that I have polled about this or, or asked about it was ghosting that was like the main thing I got was ghosting um not from I'd say about the 10 different people that I asked the main theme of what would be considered toxic in the friendship or a relationship would be ghosting so real quick what is ghosting is basically just not talking to that person for days weeks months at a time and this is something I find very interesting see I personally believe in in a relationship, whether it's romantic or otherwise, but for the purposes of this conversation, we'll talk just platonically. I personally feel that there has to be a what is a healthy boundary or expectation. Now, that has to be agreed upon by both parties, what they consider healthy, right? So I tend to I tend to do this. I tend to ghost people um, not intentionally and not for like weeks at a time. But sometimes just days at a time, I'll just go without talking to someone. And that's has really nothing to do with the other individual, whoever that person is. It's not like because of them, I'm not talking to them. 
you know, see, but th- this is why I'm saying this because there's a fine line between going through something and just needing a couple days and coming back to the situation or coming back to the person and saying, hey, look, I'm sorry that I didn't answer your call or I didn't text you or I didn't reach out. I was going through something and I just needed to isolate myself and deal with whatever I was going through internally. I needed to deal with that before I could come and, and, and talk with you and, and be around you and all the, that good and fun stuff. But with ghosting, it's essentially, and, and what I've seen personally in my life has been when someone ghosts you, they will literally not talk to you, not reach out to you, not so much as a text message, nothing for months at a time or weeks at a time. And then just like come back in your life like, hey, what's up? Like nothing ever happened. Like, dude, I was worried about you. You were gone for like months and weeks at a time. What the fuck just happened? And this is kind of the common theme of what I've seen with people in my life who have other people in their lives where that person will ghost them. Um, That's not a very, that's not a good feeling and it's not a good thing. If you have a friend or family member who is constantly ghosting you and just essentially drops you and picks you up whenever they want, you know, that's not, that's not healthy and that's not a relationship, in my opinion, worth trying to fix. Because see, what happens is when you allow people to keep treating you that way or keep doing things that hurt you and they don't, and, he, and this goes into the next thing of, uh, of the next point, I guess, uh, is that you'll have, you'll, you, they'll, they'll have the expectation essentially that, oh, okay, so it's okay to treat you this way because you're going you're gonna to allow me to walk in and out of your life whenever I feel like it for whatever reason, and you're just going to get over it and accept it because, hmm, you've let me do it before. So for sure, that is not, in my opinion, a relationship worth worth uh engaging in when someone is consistently ghosting you and picking you up and dropping you and coming in and out of your life whenever they feel like it and again ghosting is when someone doesn't call you text you reach out to you or even respond to your 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 trying when you're trying to reach out to them that's ghosting and that's one of the reasons why um or that's one of the things that makes a person toxic if they're just constantly in and out of your life with no regard uh, to how you're feeling. Uh, the next thing that I have polled about, or one of the parts that I was, this whole thing was a poll of how, what, what makes someone toxic, whether they're a friend or a family member, right? So the next thing that came up on the list was invalidating your feelings, which like telling you to get over it, not listening to you, or making what you feel as a joke. Um, that's, that's something that can be very toxic in a friendship or even, or even with your family member. If they're, you know, if you're upset about something and they're not listening to you or they're not caring about your feelings, like, let's be honest, there's going to be times, and and I say this wholeheartedly, there's going to be times where that person is not going to care about whatever it is that you care about. Now, as somebody who cares about you, they will try to care about the thing that you care about, but that doesn't necessarily mean they care about it, if that makes sense. They just care about it because they care about you and they want to see you happy or whatever the case may be. So that's not really what I mean here when I say, you know, basically telling you to get over it and they, you know, whatever, whatever. If somebody cares about you, you know, they will take your feelings seriously. It's okay to have feelings here on here in this in this channel or in this podcast. You know, I, I talk a lot about emotions. It's okay to have emotions, man or woman. It's okay to have emotions. It's how you process them. And so if someone is not willing to hear you out and hear your emotions, 
and deal with the consequences of their actions, they're a toxic person and they're not worth having in your life. If they take what you say as a joke and they laugh in your face, they're, it's not worth having that person in your life because they don't take you seriously. They just probably see you as somebody they can walk all over because you've allowed it for so many years or whatever the case may be. So that's what I, that's what, that's where the toxicity comes from. And that's where, or that, that's some of the things that can be considered as toxic. Okay. And the last one was, and this is my own personal opinion, opinion that I've added to this is expectations. You know, expectations are healthy. Yes. As long as all parties agree to it. But like for me, as an example, I don't like the expectation of being vulnerable. And I've noticed in a lot of friendships um, that I've tried to cultivate or even in like with family members, they will be very upset if I don't open up to them and tell them my feelings and tell them my thoughts and tell them my emotions. And it's like, or, you know, some new friends will want to know about my past and want to know about my life. And it's like, it's, it's admirable. And I don't, I understand where it's coming from, but I don't like the expectation of it. I want to be able to come to someone when I feel that I am ready to come to someone. I don't want to be forced or have this looming expectation over my head of, oh my God, I have to be vulnerable or open up at some point because if I don't, they're not going to feel that they're connected to me. And I've always kind of hated that. Like if we're cool and you like my vibe and I like your vibe, it it should only matter who you are right now. What you did in your past should be somewhat irrelevant unless you're like a trash trash person you know like you're a murderer or some shit like that (laughs) you know and that's like being extreme but you get what I, i think you get what i'm trying to say here is like that expectation can be uh a very detrimental one in a friendship and or with family members is having this expectation of i have to tell you how i feel i have to tell you about what i'm going through i have to tell you these things no at the end of the day i don't have to tell you shit and I feel that people should respect each other's boundaries in that way of like, I want the option to be able to come to you when I'm ready to. And let's be honest, some relationships don't warrant that type of vulnerability of past experiences or emotional experiences because of the type of person that they are for whatever reason. So, you know, I don't like that expectation. So now that I have all that out of the way of what it can be considered some toxicity in your friendships or in your, your, your relationships with family, I kind of wanted to move along into the next part of this, you know, um, I think that I guess kind of going back, we we place these these this very high value, um, I feel, or at least for me and some of the people that I've spoken with recently, we tend to place high value on the title, right? So like, I know someone, and they have a family member who basically was like a parent to them and I can completely relate because my older sister was like a second mom she still is like a second mom to me because she essentially stepped up and raised me when no one else wanted the responsibility of of raising me okay so I I hold her in a very high regard in my life she holds a very um high place in my life a very um sentimental place in my in my heart and so this person kind of has that with one of their family members. And I know several people like this. And so I noticed the common theme is I will allow, they will allow this person to ghost them and validate them, not care about their feelings, not care about their, 
uh, expectations, not even try to understand the expectation, not try to come to a compromise. I mean, just treat this person pretty poorly. Um, and this person ha- cannot seem to walk away from that relationship because of the, the sentimental place that that person holds in their life. And that's kind of more the point of this, of this episode is this person refused to, refuses to walk away because of the sentimental place that person holds in their life. And, you know, at the end of the day, I can completely understand because I, I've been there and I, I still have that. But my situation is different because there's a lot of respect between my sister and I. There is a lot of love. There's a lot of communication. And there is a lot of, you know, we, we don't treat each other toxically or, or we're not toxic to one another. We don't treat each other any type of way. And as soon as we have ever had a situation where we were disrespectful towards one another or we just weren't vibing, like we, we, we walk away from that for a little bit and then we try to revisit it and talk about it and see where we are. And she, like, this person can't seem to do that with, the, with their family member. So that's when I say, in my opinion, that it's, that it's unhealthy. The relationship is unhealthy because it's one-sided. You're giving, 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 and the person is taking and just ghosting you and validating you, not giving a shit about you. So why are you still entertaining that relationship? And the common theme of the conversation with this person would say, but this person did this for me. This person was this for me. You know, okay, that's great that this person did those things, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. But even 10, 15 years ago, the person still did the same thing. You have essentially trained that person on how to treat you because you allowed it then and you allow it now. And now you're you're hoping for something different, but you refuse to stand up for yourself and tell the person, even though there's going to be that potential to lose that person. So now you're running around trying to get this person to essentially to love you and to see you the way that you need them to see you when in reality they cannot be that for you for whatever reason. And so my point in sharing that story with all of you is just because somebody holds a high place in your life doesn't mean that that gives them a free pass to treat you like garbage. You know, at that point, you know, you have to look at, okay, this relationship, is this relationship serving me anymore? And if it's not, and it's not mutually beneficial and you're not enjoying the relationship, and that's not to say that you're always going to agree or always enjoy the relationship, but if it's more bad than good, then it's probably time to walk away from that person, even if they hold that high place in your life, even if they are a family member. And I feel that too often it gets harder for us to walk away from family than it is from friendships and platonic relationships because, again, uh, somehow we, in our minds, kind of twisted, like, no, I can't because we're blood. And I guess I wanted to say all of that to go into the next portion of this, which is, you know, you... which I kind of already said, you have to know when it's time to walk away, even if it's a family member. If that family member is treating you poorly on a consistent basis, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You know, I remember a couple years ago, somebody told me something that was so powerful and it stuck with me and it stuck with me to this day. And this was probably about uh, four or five years ago when I was going through some stuff with a family member. This This person said, you know, a birth certificate is not a bill of sale. And what that person meant by that is that just because 
it's your mom or your dad, someone who who gave you air quotes gave you life. I air quote it because yes, you brought me into this world and you did give me life, right? But you don't own my life. Just because you gave me life does not mean you own my life. I am my own person. And that goes for, you know, just because you were born into the same family as me does not mean now like like you have some sense of ownership over me. You know, it's not a bill of sale. I can choose to walk away whenever I want. You do not you do not have possession over me. And so that's kind of why I wanted to say that, you know, don't you have to know when it's time to walk away from something that isn't healthy. But, you know, one thing I've I've seen with this person uh, who is having this situation with their family member is they forget that family isn't just blood. You know, this person deals with a lot of toxicity from this other individual who is their family member because this person doesn't have a lot of family members to go to and talk with. And I'm sure I'm, I've been there. I am there. And I'm sure that a lot of you out there listening might be in the same boat where you don't really get you don't really have many friends or you don't have many family members that you can talk to, that you can vibe with, that you can feel a sense of community. And so I want to say this, though, and hopefully this can be encouraging and can be this could be good for you to hear. Family can be your friends, too. You can build such deep connections with a friend that you couldn't possibly build with a family member. You, you can. And you, your friends can, you can make friends who will be your community. You can make friends who will be the family that you need them to be. You know, for many years, about three or four years, we, so me and my wife, we do Thanksgiving in our house every year. And before I was close enough to my family like I am now, or some of my family members, I'll say, we used to do essentially a Thanksgiving with our friends. One of, you know, two, two or three of my best friends, my wife and I, our best friends, would come over. And my wife would cook, and I would co- we would cook together, and we would all just sit at the table, and we would eat. And my sister would come, and my niece, and we would all just sit, and we would eat, and we would talk. And that was fine. That was totally fine for me. You know, um, I'm for, and, and every year after that, essentially, my friend, my best friend, my sister, sometimes my mom, you know, they'll all come over to our house for Thanksgiving and we'll, and we'll make Thanksgiving dinner. And so I say that to say you can build that same family that you're looking, you can build your own family. If you look at it, you know, when you have a significant other, they become your family, you know, and you're not related. So I say that to say, you know. Family isn't just blood. Love and cultivate relationships with people who want to, who care about you, who respect you, who love you, who value you and respect your boundaries. And hopefully you guys can come to an agreement on your expectations, because if you don't have that, the relationship isn't going to be that good anyway. But this whole episode was really dedicated to this person. Don't let people treat you however they want to treat you because you're lonely find community in the people who want to be in your life and who are willing to accept you for who you are who love you who respect you who honor you who who value you who cherish you know your worth your worth is not based off of other people your worth is just your worth 
who you are. You are valuable. Everybody out there who's listening to this, you are valuable. You, you are worthy of being loved, respected, cherished. You're worth it. But you have to show people what your value is, what your worth is, and don't change that for anyone and don't allow anyone to tell you differently or treat you differently than what you're worth. So that's really the, the point I wanted to make with this. Don't push away the people who want to be in your life that are going to be beneficial and healthy in your life. Okay, that are not going to ghost you. They're not going to invalidate you. that are not going to, you know, just not care about your feelings. They're not going to respect your boundaries that aren't going to just call and check up on you or just appreciate you as an individual. Don't walk away from those people. But if, unless, I mean, if they're treating you like shit, then yeah, walk away from them. You know what I mean? But know when it is time to walk away. Family doesn't have to be just blood. Family can be whoever you want them to be. You know, I, I have cultivated some great relationships with people who are not my blood. And when other outsiders see me and other people together who I have made my, my family, they think that we're family because we're just so close. You know, there is, a, there is a deep and unspoken bond there. And I say that to say you can have that too. You can find community. You can find family and other people. It doesn't have to necessarily be a family member like blood relation, you know. And now this advice or I guess this conversation can also be applied to your friends. Just because someone is your friend doesn't mean that they're your they're a good friend, you know, and, you know, you have to know when it's time to walk away. The point really, I guess, of this episode is know when it is time to walk away from a relationship that is unhealthy. And I, I gave some some I guess some tips here on how you can see if a person is not healthy for you that shouldn't be in your life. If they're ghosting you, if they're invalidating you, they're not, they're not caring about you. You mean if they're abusing you, like putting their hands on you physically, you know, if they're emotionally abusing you. And if you have to ask if you're being emotionally abused, you probably are being emotionally abused. If the question is, am I being emotionally abused? How do I know? Then you probably are being emotionally abused because if you weren't, you would know immediately that you're not. Um, that's kind of my take on that. That might be wrong. It may not be uh, professional advice because I am, I'm not a professional, but that's my opinion. You, you, so hopefully this, this episode has served to show you or to get you thinking about the people that you have in your circle, the people that are close to you, you know, that's really what I wanted to do. And like I said, this is a little bit, this was a little bit more geared to the specific person, uh, who was telling me about their family member and I've seen them struggle with them and I hope that they're listening to this now and they realize that you are worthy of love I will give that to you as much as I as possibly can you are worthy of being respected and you don't have to put up with anyone just because they're your family member you don't um, there are other people out there who are dying not dying but there are other people out there who are waiting for the opportunity to be your friend there are people out there that need a friend, that need their own little sense of family and community, and they're looking for that in you. Don't push those people away, chasing after the person who doesn't see you for who you are and doesn't respect you for who you are and doesn't treat you the way that you should be treated. And that advice goes for everyone. So with that being said, I want to close out this episode. Um, I'm sorry that it was a day late. I'm, I know um, I messed up on that one. I screwed the pooch. but. I hope that 
it was worth the wait. I hope that it was beneficial to you and valuable to you. And I hope that you learned something and start to look very closely at your relationships and the people that you're allowing in your energy and your space. But other than that, don't forget to check out the website that I created. I'll leave a link for that in the description of this episode. As always, uh, you can check out the t-shirt designs. There'll be new ones coming within the next couple of weeks as we approach spring. You can check me out on Facebook. Check out my YouTube channel, Realistically Free. I'm starting to try to get on a regular up upload schedule on YouTube as well. Buy a shirt or two, support the brand. Uh, and uh, as always, if you can give help, give it. If you need help, get it. There's nothing wrong with that. But above all else, love each other. Keep it real, always. Peace.